This lesson is taken from Exodus chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. The birth of Moses. Now a man of the house of Eli married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her slave girl to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. And the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Steph. Anybody pick up anything unusual about the way that Moses was spent his early few days, few weeks, or later? Yes, Ben. Yes, that's right. Yes, so the soldiers wouldn't catch him. What did the mum do? Thank you, Ben. That was a good answer. So, did you want to say something, Eric? Is that what you were going to say? Yep, that's good. Yeah, unusual. Normally, when you have a baby, you want to show it off, show off the baby, don't you? But she had to keep him hidden for those those weeks because she was scared that yes, others might come. And and then, what an odd thing to do to take a basket, a bit like one of these baskets. Yes, it may have been larger with a, a lid on and put some tar on it and, and put the baby in it and put him out into the, the river. What a, 
What a thing to do for a mother to, uh, to do, not knowing. Yes, it might well have been the Nile crocodiles and all sorts of things, but she knew that this was the best chance. But then, the, uh, who found the baby? Yes, Erin. Sorry? The princess indeed, the pharaoh's daughter. And then, and, and that was unusual. You know, uh, babies aren't normally found by the princesses, are they? I mean, our current princess is perhaps having, uh, having a baby, isn't she? But, and, then, and then there was that uh, odd, odd thing where Moses' sister said, Oh, do you want me to find somebody to look after the baby? And uh, she said, oh, yes. And then found the, the mother, Moses' mother. And so Pharaoh's daughter said, oh, yes, look after, and I'll pay you. Yeah, okay, then, mums, how do you fancy being paid to look after your own child? Perhaps you should try that and um, put, put, put the baby in the mersey and see what happens. Uh, no, no, it's only a joke. It wasn't, um, wasn't true. And that's an odd thing because... Um, Mums aren't paid to be mums, are you? Well, not paid in money anyway. There's lots of other ways. And so there's, uh, there's odd things in that, uh, in that story. And I think it's helpful to think that there's many different ways in which children are brought up and many different ways in which people can be, can be mothers. And, uh, and I think that story just brings it home and some of the difficulties, some of the joys. And, of course, Moses became a great leader. Okay, if any children want to, uh, to go over there and, uh, and uh, do some colouring on the story, then that's, that's fine. Because there, there are difficulties we've, uh, we've highlighted about, about being mums, and that's why... At the end of the story, we'll have, two, at the end of the service, two uh, songs, The Servant King. Mums sometimes perhaps feel a bit like servants. Would that be true? And, um, uh, and, uh, but just to encourage you that, um, uh, I don't know quite how to express this, that uh, some, sometime, although we should never feel like a servant, sometimes uh, we, we can serve others. And, uh, and that's a song about that. And, and then this little light of mine, which talks about being empowered every day of the, of the week. And in this church where we're trying to help in the whole of our life, whole life disciples, then mums need that encouragement and that help. But what I'd like to do now is just to broaden the whole idea. We've made a fuss of mums and that's right. But also, I'd like to say that all of us can be act like mums. And I'm not referring to nagging people, by the way. That, um, that's not what I mean. Because that's not what mums do. But mums, characteristically, are about caring. And all of us can care. And I'd just like to broaden it a, a bit now on this Mothering Sunday to think about the care that each of us can offer. On Thursday, we've got a pastoral care meeting, and it's open to all. We're looking for pastoral carers 
for the, uh, for the church. Those that can offer just practical help, I can give a lift. Put me down. If anybody needs a lift, I can do that. Or bake a cake or something. I can uh, just do an ordinary, perhaps, visiting. Um, uh, maybe there's somebody, perhaps elderly, just needs to go and have a cup of tea with every so often. And maybe there's then more in-depth sort of pastoral care. Come along on Thursday, we can talk about it and let's get things going. If you can't be there on Thursday, talk to me and uh, we can sort that out. In our church, we, uh, we try and be a family and we can all play our part in caring and nurturing and helping. And sometimes uh, that's difficult. Sometimes that comes with, uh, with pressures and uh, one of the things we try and do in this uh, church is we have a, a, a vast age range, just that. And when uh, we have families, and perhaps lots of us are having family events uh, later on today, there's some things that other, some people prefer and some things other people prefer. But if we have this attitude of care and love and respect then I think that goes such a, a long way. And so, when the flowers are given out, children, can you just listen a minute? Can anybody do a high five? And children who aren't over there, can you do a high five? Have a practice with those sitting around you. Okay, you can stop practicing now. When the children come round with the flowers, they're going to do a high five. Okay, to you. And that is a reminder of the fifth commandment. Honour your father and mother. And uh, just a sign that um, children can, uh, can honour and respect that perhaps uh, adults like to do things uh, differently. But also, there's lots in the Bible. There's one that says fathers or mothers do not exasperate your children. And, uh, and so when the child gives a high five to you, just give a high five back to them, that you love them and that you care for them. And, uh, and we can all play a part in the nurture of the, uh, the children in our church. And, and children can, uh, can really grow to love and respect adults that are alike, like mums to them. And I'd like to just end with broaden it even further. That we have a, a, a care, we can be like mums, carers to our community. Not only here, but the worldwide community. You remember we're still collecting um, uh, money in the jars of change through Lent, which will go for water, aid. But what I'd like to do now is show uh, a DVD. It's to do with a, a recipe of change. Now, who was it who mentioned that their mums cooked their tea? Oh, it was you, Maxine, wasn't it, that cooked the tea? Yes. And um, Well, this is uh, on here called a recipe for change. And there are recipes in here, ordinary recipes, but there's another recipe in here, and this is a DVD about it. Oh, no. Okay, I'll leave you to um, try and sort that. Um, 
And I failed with this. Rona, help me. Where's Rona? It's a bit complicated for a mere man. Yes, it's... Um... Oh, brilliant. Thank you. And uh, I'm not, not very good with recipe books, you see. And have you handed out the uh, things? Or, yes. That uh, Rona's handed out some, uh, some cards about how we can all make a change. Surely we care about uh, our world and, uh, and the things that are happening in the, in the world. It's all part of the if campaign. There would be enough food in the world if we shared. This is the recipe. Are you ready for this? Ingredients. Eight world leaders. And the instruction is, take eight world leaders and a global food problem. Then the further ingredients, prayer, Christ-loving people, and their voices across the UK, and justice. And it says, take eight world leaders and a global food problem, throw in your prayers, your support, and your voice. Combine until justice is a seasoned mixture put in the oven. Turn up the heat until justice has risen. Act now, because no one needs to be hungry. And if we follow that recipe, it will serve seven billion people. Does it work, Colin? Okay. Right. We uh, may be able to uh, play that uh, later. But do you understand what, uh, what I've been saying? On the, on the uh, little tags here, it will say, the Lord says, you'll be like a child, like a child, that is nursed by its mother, carried in her arms and treated with love. And we can all, whether we're mothers or not, treat others with love, those locally and those on the world stage. Ah, 